Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. Let us begin with an excerpt from our Maundy Thursday service preached by Joy Prim, United Methodist Missionary to Migrant Workers in Hong Kong. That taking the time to be present, to listen and to hear was the best gift I could give or receive. You see, in Hong Kong, we were limited in the sizes that we could gather in public, either groups of two or groups of four. Listening took time. It took patience amidst the ever-changing restrictions. But yet, it kept me grounded in why I said yes to the call into the mission field, even as the pandemic hit the world. That when I slowed down, got outside my own head and began to hear and see God in the small ways, I was able to build community that even if we looked different, allowing us to find the times to praise God for good health, dear friends, chosen family, not only got me through, but was getting my community through. You see, our office served record numbers of migrant domestic workers in crisis. 17,000 in 2020, 19,000 in 2021, 21,000 in 2022. Impacted by a range of issues, including lack of jobs, abuse in the workplace, denial of their one day off, and forced to work long hours. And by the definition of the domestic workers I serve, this means over 12 hours a day. While the Hong Kong government forced them to live in their employers' homes, the reports of the negative would pour in at times, especially in the first quarter of last year, during the worst of the pandemic in Hong Kong, when domestic workers were being terminated and turned out onto the streets simply for testing positive for COVID-19. And yet, just as the psalmist here took time to listen to God and gave thanks for overcoming whatever the crisis was at hand for them, two for us in Hong Kong, when we slowed down, when we began to give thanks to the community support we were receiving, for the donations, for the volunteers, for the young people who were in better health to help deliver care packs. 
See, it was together with the migrant domestic workers that we overcame that crisis. We opened back up. We survived the lockdowns. We survived the stories. And now as we look ahead to the future and no more pandemic policies, we continue to remind each other, slow down. Remember the lessons we've learned of the importance of our community. That listening comes in different ways as we learn what this new normal will mean for us. So let me tell you about one recent experience of listening. It was a Sunday in late January this year as we gathered to welcome some of our first international visitors. See, Sundays are the only day off each week for many migrant domestic workers, so it's a time for community, for speaking their language, and for the, the community organizers of within the migrants, time for empowering their fellow migrants. Restrictions finally loosened, visitors becoming a more frequent occasion, which means also speaking more English. That Sunday evening, I walked over to Ate Ana, Ate meaning big sister in Filipino. Ate Ana is one of our Filipino migrant leaders, and I asked her in Tagalog, would she come and speak with our guest? She agreed and grabbed my hand as we walked over. As we approach, she squeezed tight. Our unspoken sign after three years of working together, I'm nervous, don't let go. I squeezed back, reassuring her, we're in this together, as we had done many times before. I introduced her and she shared about the ways her organization and our office partnered together to reach her fellow migrants never letting go, squeezing when her English ran out and I translated from her Tagalog into English for our guest. Much more comfortable now with English, she's gaining her confidence in doing this, while I'm much more comfortable now with my Filipino Tagalog. Her familiar hold on my hand, a comfort for both of us as we settle into this new normal. That night I was reminded that sometimes listening is pausing to be present, pausing to hear what is not being verbally said, to know how to be in mission together. Because when we listen to our community's needs, God it can move through us and amongst us in powerful ways. And so tonight, as we mark Jesus' last meals with his disciples and look ahead to what Sunday may bring, may we not forget what we learned about listening and hearing, what we've learned when we give thanks of how much we have overcome and what we have learned from these past few years. May we remember that God is simply, is not simply hearing, but he's listening to us, moving through us, and using us as his hands and feet to respond in the unknown historic times of our world and our church.
And so may this give us hope and fortitude to live our lives one day at a time, knowing that even in the sacrifice of the Last Supper and the impending crucifixion, God shows us that he is there to take care of us, to journey with us. May we continue to show the same love and hope that we have from God to those we meet in our community. Thank you. Almighty God, thank you for this time that we have to reflect upon your will and your wisdom in our lives. Help us, Lord, now to come before you, seeking understanding, seeking your grace. Forgive us where we've fallen short. And in this time, bring us together in unity with you and your Holy Spirit. Prayerfully review your past week. What are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move? As we consider where we may have fallen short, ask yourself these questions from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Am I proud? Do I thank God that I am not as other people, especially as the Pharisees who despise the publican? Is there anyone whom I fear, dislike, disown, criticize, hold a resentment toward, or disregard? If so, what am I doing about it? As we prepare for the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from the sermon and the scripture text. What voices do you need to listen to more closely? How can we make sure we are listening to a diversity of voices? Where can you work for justice and spread God's love in our community? Almighty God, thank you for this opportunity to gather together today. Thank you for forgiving us our sins. Help us to return to the path that you've laid out before us. Lord, may we be renewed by the preaching and the proclaiming of your word to serve one another throughout into our community and world proclaiming the gospel message that your kingdom is here and is coming and that there is no one who is separate from your love. We pray all this through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And before we return to the busyness of our weeks, let us reflect upon Luke chapter 22, verses 7 through 28, the Maundy Thursday Gospel Lesson. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover meal for us, that we may eat it. They asked him, Where do you want us to make preparations for it? Listen, he said to them, When you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters, and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, already furnished. 
make preparations for us there. So they went and found everything as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. When the hour came, he took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, Take this and divide it amongst yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me, and his hand is on the table. For the Son of Man is going, as it has been determined. But woe to that one by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to ask one another, which one of them it could be, who would do this. A dispute also arose among them, as to which of them was to be regarded as the greatest. But he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those in authority over them are called benefactors. But not so with you. Rather, the greatest among you must be like the youngest, and the leader like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? It is not the one at the table, but I am among you as one who serves. Thank you so much for praying the Yadkin Examine with us today. Just a housekeeping note, next Monday on June 26th, uh, we'll be back with the June 25th sermon. Uh, Dorian and Brian's sermons will show up later on in July when I'm once again out of the office, so you will get to hear those and pray with those again. Uh, But if you want to, you can always find the full sermon and the full worship service on our YouTube page. Just search Yadkinville United Methodist Church and it will be right there for you. Remember, you can join us with the Adkin Lectio on Wednesdays with the Adkin Examine on Mondays and in worship on Sundays. And until we pray together again, I wish God's blessings and love upon you. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.